This is the Rhythm Authors Podcast, recorded on Thursday, October 14th, 2010. Hello and welcome to the Rhythm Authors Podcast. I'm mistaken. Hey, I'm the Sound Defense. And we are both employees of Rhythm Authors, an authoring mm-hmm. company for the Rock Band Network. Yeah. Uh, we, had been, we had decided that we wanted to talk about Rock Band Network in a more open setting, so we thought we would set up this podcast. Mm-hmm. And then maybe in the future, we can try and get guests or other people from creators on to talk about their stuff and the likes. In the so. meantime, we can just give some brief discussion on what's going on with the network as a whole and then a little bit of information on what songs we have coming through the pipeline that we like so maybe you can check them out yeah uh our news topic today will be the announcement of rock band network 2.0 yeah that's fairly exciting if not a little bit out of date but (laughs) the the coolest news that we've got on hand and it's still cool so and only for cool people Absolutely. Nothing but the best for you guys. Yes. So the rundown of uh, the the new features coming to 2.0 include Pro Drums, which I think is pretty good. Yeah. It'll be nice to be able to test that in Audition. Very nice. It's nice. Fairly a simple addition to the whole thing. Just uh, changing a couple of things to... I don't know, overall, I mean, it's not like it's doing the Pro Guitar or the Pro Keys. I think it's something we're going to see an awful lot of. Right, and then a lot of a lot of uh, companies have already started putting in pro drums. We just can't test them yet. Yeah, that's true. And then the the big change for 2.0 is being able to test it. So then being able to rewind it as you're testing it. Well, um, now you're getting ahead of us. Yeah. Okay. Well, but, we'll, uh, we'll go, yeah. Next, we have the addition of keys and pro keys, uh-huh. which I was a little bit surprised by. I figured we would get keys, but pro keys. Okay, uh, I'm only semi-surprised by that one. I mean, like, uh, keyboard, it's very easy to detect pitch because, you know, it's pretty much computer-generated, as are the midis that you use to sort of listen to the things you play it back. So, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's, it's possible that some person is totally tone-deaf and they're going to put out the worst yeah. pro-keys charts of all time. But Hopefully that's not me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think I'm going to end up doing those. But probably well i'll i'll volunteer well sure i th- I think we're doing a mix of ev- everything a little bit here and there but yeah well pro keys is gonna be a huge it's probably the biggest addition uh, definitely i mean like new instrument of course that's gonna be a huge yeah. addition to the the game and dlc forthcoming right and then i think a lot of uh a lot of companies are saying well now we have all these songs that have keyboards and i think we're gonna Hold them for now. Yeah, hold them, or else uh, I know some people have been thinking about re-releasing old songs with new features attached to them. True, true. Um, next we have vocal harmonies, which I actually kind of think might be harder than pro keys. Oh, I, th- I think you're right on... It's, it's hard... It's sort of harder to separate chords and stuff as they're going on, you know, at true. least in my mind, because... 
And of course, then human voices, they're not quite as easy to, you know, trace to a specific pitch as, you know, a keyboard is. So that's my main, uh, my main thought on vocal harmonies is that on pro keys, it's going to be consistent, you know, yeah. the G is going to sound the same all the time, but on vocal harmonies, it might waver a lot more and it's, yeah. it's harder to tell because voices just aren't the same as a computer. Some some people though, I swear to God, they can just do that almost perfectly every single time. Their vo- their voice actually sounds like a MIDI synthesizer at some points. But most people are impressive. Yeah. Very impressive. We have the major updates to audition. Audition, mode. which include the ability to set practice session sections. Yeah, that, which that, that's, is that's awesome. something I actually thought originally was in the first Rock Band Network because I'd seen them in various songs, but. I guess, and it didn't end up being supported at after. No, no, no. It's uh, every Rock Band Network song currently. The practice practice sessions are all ten to twenty percent, twenty to thirty percent. Yeah, I remember so that. So on and so forth. It's just like some of the first songs I worked with. There were markings for like chorus and stuff, and it was kind of weird. Yeah, well, that's I think that's more animation stuff, and uh, but oh, yeah. I think but we did figure out. This is going way back. Someone found out like how to do sections. Really? The problem is that Magma just doesn't read it Only oh, because they're auto-generated. So being the ability to set practice sessions will be really good, I think. It goes a long way towards uh, making Rock Band Network stuff feel more equal to actual DLC. Yeah, that's true. Or else superior, bec- unless they offer demos of regular DLC as well. Right. Uh, next we have in audition the ability to rewind, which is huge yes, for is. anyone who has playtested in their life. Yeah, no kidding. It's like like five minutes into a song. Wait, what was that? Restart. Wait two and a half minutes. <laughs> or like uh, playtesting. I playtested the ten minute Evil song. Oh god. <laughs> and then right at the end, there's, there was something that I was just like, wait, what was what? <sighs> Fast forward for <laughs> like five minutes to try and get there again. Just to find out that it was just like me being stupid. Yeah, that's like that was perfect, and I just freaked out for some reason. A huge time saver. Next, we have uh, the ability to uh, view a specific band member during audition to check animations and lip sync. Mm-hmm. I think this is not that important, honestly. Uh, in comparison to rewind, definitely nowhere near as important. But uh, my main uh, my main thought on it was. Because currently, lip sync's a disaster. Yeah, it's it's really tough. It's, it's really tough to get a good lip sync, and I'm I'm a little bit worried that people will like watch the singer the whole time and then like oh failed playtest because the lip sync isn't right. Well, it's like yeah, we cut away. We purpose. cut away <laughs> because we can't really do anything about it. Yeah, it's, um, I hadn't even thought about that. I was I was just yeah. thinking about how I would do exactly that when saying which parts to cut. I didn't think other people would sort of bypass our camera and then fail us on the camera. Yeah, I'm a little bit worried about that. I mean, that's just me being paranoid. Yeah, any playtesters who are listening, please don't do that. Yes, please, dear God, don't do that. Although I will, uh, anyone who like looks at the drummer to make sure he's doing stuff right, go for it. Oh, yeah. Because even though uh, it's, it has a similar situation where if he's not in the venue, then does it matter? I'm re- I get really annoyed if a drummer plays something that's not the way it is. Yeah, that's 
in game. I can no, I can imagine somebody like focusing the entire time on the guitarist to like constantly use that really up close to the fretboard thing, and then he'll point out like, aha, he's holding down to the wrong fret. <laughs> it's like, man, there is something wrong with you. Yeah, but I, can, I just yeah, yeah, I, I, that has pluses and minuses. I think it'll end up fine though. Overall, now, the biggest thing, quite potentially, is that Rock Band Network songs will not get parody with pro guitar and pro bass yes unfortunately so though geez it's i I can see why they did that here um for me personally i don't think this is a big deal and i don't think it's uh i don't think it ultimately matters for a few reasons first of all they're dumping a lot of stuff keys and pro keys and harmonies is going to increase the time to create a chart dramatically Mm mm-hmm just and to dump pro guitars on top of that, I think some people would just feel really stressed out and then potentially not even do any songs anymore. Yeah, I th- I think to try and well, you know, pro guitars always been optional. I mean, you can buy it optionally. Right. But that was my that would be my other point is that since Harmonix is not doing pro guitar for every DLC going forward, it makes it f- it it doesn't make it feel like Rock Band Network is a step down. It just feels like. Oh well, these are some of those songs that don't have pro guitar. Yeah, I can. Well, I can if Rockman s- Network was the only sp- is the only place where there'd be no pro guitar, then things would be bad. But since there's normal DLC that'll be like Rockman Network DLC, I don't feel that bad about it. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I what I was saying a little bit ag- or just a minute ago is that you know, like, even if there is you know pro guitar offered with a song, it's not automatically included in the bundle is something extra you'll have to buy separately and then put together with the song and it'll like cost yeah. you an extra dollar or so so and you, know, right. you can just figure that rock by network all the pro guitars i know it was stolen by somebody i don't know but yeah I, I can definitely see uh why we do that because you know the i can just imagine that the amount of time you'd have to take to find exactly the right uh, fret and the right string because between different frets and strings you can create the same sound like six different times almost. Correct. So, and like the time to author that alone I can imagine would rival the time to author all the other instruments put together almost except for maybe keys. That's basically what uh, Harmonix has said is that authoring pro guitar takes about it doubles. It doubles the process entirely. Yeah. And it takes as long as everything else combined. And then play testing, it it, it will it, like not just double. I mean, that's like yeah. optimistic. It's like I can imagine <laughs> it's like you know time factorial. Yeah. Songs would never get out of there, or else they would, would get out of there, but nobody would pay attention to the pro guitar, and we'd end up with all these crappy tracks. So. Right. Plus, I think uh, Pro Guitar will have to prove itself, ultimately, to be a viable option before Harmonix will implement it into the network, I think. I think so. Though I am... Keys is a lot easier to say, like, all right, here's keys. <laughs> you know, it's not as much of a... Mm. Not as much of a chance with keys. That's true, I mean... Pro Guitar is a huge chance. Yeah, I mean, you have a pitch on a keyboard, it goes, you know, one of two different places. Right. And then... You know, you have pro guitar, and then you have pro bass. So, I don't think doing pro guitar only would end well with people. Yeah. Bassists and their outcries. 
Oh, that's true. Not that, I even... not that we don't love basis. Oh, basis, you guys are awesome. It's just a... Yeah, it would be difficult. Very difficult. Welcome back from that break. Uh, now we'd like to talk about some of the songs that we have in the works coming out and songs that have recently come out. Yeah, I think I think all of these are from peer review, aren't they? You know, I think you're right. I think because most of us, uh, yeah. yeah. The playtest much... list was very small. The peer review list was very long. Yes. Our, our PR uh, list is very large, but I think the... Uh, the trades that are going on right now are going to help that a lot. Hopefully so, yeah. Our harmonics recently approved uh, peer review trades through the end of the month. So, you know, if you have any songs that you want to get through the system, ask somebody if you want to do a trade. You can get two birds killed with one stone. And I think just about most major authoring companies are either actively going out and getting trades or have threads set up for trading specifically. So check the creator's forms for that stuff. The song I want to talk about first is A Christmas Rock Medley by Richard Campbell, and I'll play a sample right now. small clip from uh christmas rock medley i think that's a really really fun song as you can tell it's probably it's an instrumental you probably tell that from the clip but uh what'd you think uh geez that that song is really a blast to look at and to play because it's like uh well basically the origins of the song it's like there's this fellow uh who made this rock medley and he posted it on youtube with you know various clips of him playing the guitar and the drums and if you've ever seen someone do that on youtube you know that they like to do really sort of inventive guitar lines and drum lines that sort of thing and so it's it's a song that very rarely gets boring because the stuff you're doing you know varies quite a lot especially the drum beats so it's very much a sort of like a set up a christmas theme solo over the theme and <laughs> like yeah go completely how can, nuts how can i take this theme and make it my own and it's uh it's very very good and it's going to be a total blast once it comes out Absolutely. Shall sure, give it a try, especially if it's Christmas. Yeah. Hopefully we can get it out before Christmas. Pretty sure we will. Yeah. Hopefully we can get it out before Halloween. Yeah, that would that would be awesome. Just have it people playing it, posting videos of it during the holiday season. While everyone Absolutely. else complains about what about Thanksgiving? <laughs> Thanksgiving rock medley? Uh sh- sure. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. How so many you- Thanksgiving songs can you think of? Um yeah, I Noel. think we've I think we've run into a problem. <laughs> yes. Uh so what you got for me? I got the song that I was looking at was something that we went through a little while ago. It's a song called Forest by Verax. Uh shall we play the clip for them real quick? Sure. 
so yeah, that was uh, the song Forest by a group called Verax. If you're, you can tell the song is uh, has a very, very heavy punk influence to it. And frankly, like pretty much every aspect of the song, like uh, Mistaken pointed out while we were listening to the guitar, it's very chordy, all sorts of, uh, not a whole lot of soloing going on except in one section of the song. It's just, you know, strum, chord, strum, chord, whatever. You know how chords go. I can't talk right now. And yeah, and the the vocals, the production, everything sounds very rough. But you know, it sort of got that appealing edge to it if you're into punk music, which I am very heavily. So, so yeah, it's you know f- technically moderately difficult. I want to say, what would you think? Well, I wanted to point out that uh, the drums are very, very punk influenced. They're very driving. They push the song forward. Oh, yeah. uh, the guitar, while very chordy at times, is also pretty melodic, I would think. A lot of eighth notes, but a lot of eighth notes across the neck. It's not just yeah, like... Yeah, the, the full spectrum of orange, too. Green. Yeah. This isn't, you know, this isn't like pop punk. This isn't uh, some 41 or uh, Blink-182. It's much it's much heavier and more varied than that, I think. Yeah, this this is like a Randy meets No FX. Yeah. if you know either one of those bands. Yes, no effects. Not to be confused with NXS. No, no, not at all to be confused with NXS. <laughs> that uh, that happened to me the other day. <laughs> oh, wow. So, nice going. Yeah, I'm pretty good that way. Uh, the next song is a song that's close to, I think, all of us oh. at Rhythm Authors. Oh, yes. Uh, Stray plays the Vuvuzela anthem. And oh, here's yeah, a we have to take a listen to this. was just a taste of the Vuvuzela anthem by Strayplay. Uh, what do you think? Oh man, I want that song to come out so bad. That's I know, just, right? That that's it's so ridiculous, but it's funky and it's awesome at the same time. It's just it's very it's got a good driving dance beat to it. Yeah, and let us not forget the Vuvuzelas. Yes, the Vuvuzelas and the Vuvuzela Countin, as you noted. Yes. And um, I mean. In terms of just the instrumentation, we have lots of things charted to guitar. It's always very varied. An amazing bass line throughout the entire song. Yeah, the, the bass it looks like it's going to be even better than the guitar, which is not something that happens very often. Yeah, it's definitely a and, bassist song. I know there are some dedicated bassists out there who will enjoy playing Fuvuzela Anthem. Yes, and then very extended long bongo slash drum solo. Oh yeah, that that's, or, that that looks like it's gonna have a really weird sticking. That one's gonna be tricky. Yeah, well, can't put a Vuvuzela song in there and be easy. Uh, no, you cannot. Oh, and vocals, oh. duh. Oh, pff. the 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 vocals like the vocals, amazing. Yeah, we cannot just we cannot explain. Just look it up on YouTube. Yeah, you, you're gonna have so, to. You yeah, will be singing it. Yeah, you're going to have to go on YouTube and watch the accompanying video. I'm sure you'll be able to find it quickly. Yes, very, very, very good uh, Vuvuzela anthem. So, last song for uh, this week out of peer review. Uh, yep, it's a song that's been in peer review for the longest time. 
We're trying our darndest to get it out. It's by a group called Last Good Year. This is Lipstick Cigarette. Okay, and that was, uh, once again, Lipstick Cigarette by The Last Good Year. Man, that song, I, I really just love that song. It gets stuck in my head for, like, days at a time, but I never mind when it does, because it's fun to listen to. It's fun to sing. It's very catchy. It, it is. It's, it's, oh, it's plenty of fun on all instruments, really. It's not an exceptionally difficult chart on any instrument. I'd put it in, you know, the middle tiers, but... You know, it's it's always interesting. It's never like a really formulaic, basic beat on much of anything. There's a couple of guitar solos, the drums. They do a little uh, bit of variety throughout the thing as well. And yes, not to be outdone. The guitars, the guitar work on that is subtle but very. When you get down and listen to the guitar track, you're like, "Wow, this is really good." Yeah, but it's it's, it's sort of it's very subtly good. It's not in your face. And it I think is, yeah. that's that can sometimes be more difficult. It is. I mean, I I think uh, Phil Collins had similar things to say about Ringo. It's you know it's subtle and it's not technically sound, but it's very difficult to reproduce and very difficult to get right. You just brought up two of my favorite artists of all time. Ah, cool. Phil Collins good- and Phil Collins. Anyway, good taste. Anyway, yeah, that that's been languishing in peer review for I don't know how many months now, but I yes, will very be very long. glad to have it uh, come out if anyone wants to go ahead and give it a peer review the next time it pops in. Yes. Uh, now we'll move on to songs that have recently come out from Rhythm Authors. Uh, I have a small list, yeah. and then uh, we will both pick one from it. So. Songs that have recently released, we have Take Me Away by Rose of Jericho. Nihilanth. I don't know how to pronounce it. Nihilanth. I always said Nihilanth. Nihilanth by Gatling. I'm sure they'll send us a thing telling us how to pronounce it. Yeah. Uh, the Permanent Rain by The Dangerous Summer. Buttersnips by Periphery. High Class Trailer Trash by Shelley Raston featuring Randy Bachman. Modern Mathematics by Terror Horse. Forgotten Tragedy by Cold Steel. Three Asking Alexandria tracks, which include A Prophecy, Hey There Mr. Brooks, and The Final Episode. And lastly, Desperate Days by Janium. Yes. Which one of those would you like to bring to the forefront, sir? Uh, I would like to bring up that Permanent Rain song by The Dangerous Summer that came out recently after languaging in uh, playtest and peer review for a long time and I'm very glad that it did alright well take a small, uh, short listen to it sample of the permanent rain by a group called the dangerous summer now wow that, that's another song 
Yeah, I, I think he was just finished looking at the drum chart for that song. It's it's very very punishing that particular drum chart. It's it's an awful lot of fast rolling on the red drum with a bunch of random speed ups and slowdowns and triplet notes and uh, yeah, it's it's something you're gonna have to take a look at to really get a sense of how evil it is. It's very much like the ADD drummer's dream because it's like he'll start doing a, a just a normal sixteenth pattern, but he'll decide you know what no I'm gonna make this triplets now. Now I'm going to do some 30 seconds. Now I'm going to do some more triplets. <laughs> I'm going to do this enormous block of 30 seconds near the end of the song. Yeah, now I'm going to do this ridiculous fill. So it looks, yeah, it, it looks to be a really, really fun song on drums. I was, it I was is amazed. a lot of fun. I've, I've played it. And uh, the guitar, it's, it sounds like, un- unfortunately, a lot of there have been complaints about the guitar chart because uh, what you hear is actually uh, the guitar on a delay pedal, which you probably picked up on. And uh, generally, well, I don't know what our general policy is, but we uh, played around with the delay chart a little bit, and we decided it didn't really work out, so we cut the notes in half, and that's made a few people upset, but it's still a fun song to play. Ultimately, it's charted the way it's played, instead of the yeah. way it sounds. So you're, you're getting the full experience, and uh, as for vocalists, I hope that you have some very large lungs, because you are not going to get very many breaks. Yeah, it just seemed to sort of go the whole time. It, it really did. We actually initially had a problem with that song in uh, while we were QAing it because there were something like uh, four overdrive activation things in the whole song. Sheesh. Yeah, there was, there was just no room anywhere. We sort of had to fudge a couple of things. Well, look forward to that. Yeah, but but it's it's a very it's a great song in itself as far as you know the musicality goes and oh, you know I'll sometimes play just to listen to it. So yeah, that's uh, out recently. Go ahead and check that out if you you know feel like picking up that song. Good song for drummers. Good for vocalists. Uh, yeah. Good for people who enjoy good music. <laughs> all all around, you know, good experience. So my pick for songs that have come out recently is Buttersnips by Periphery, and here's a short clip of the craziness that that song uh, contains. small taste of Buttersnips by Periphery. Now, mm-hmm. what do you think, Sound Defense? That, that song is absolutely crazy on pr- pretty much everything. Uh, it's the, the drum chart especially, but uh, you know, I've, I've been mentioning to pretty much everyone I come across who mentioned this song that uh, it is only the second song ever to be uh, top tier on every single instrument. The only other one is Painkiller. And it's the first DLC to be that way. Yeah, of any kind. Now, what what might you say to the detractors that say that the vocal chart is not that hard? I would say to try and FC it, and you will quickly realize what I realized when I tried to FC it, which is that these like the it doesn't seem so hard at first, but he his pitch changes so slightly, 
and the notes are so drawn out that you cannot fudge anything or else you're gonna lose your combo. So you have to be more precise than like you've ever been. And I don't think anyone could deny that drums, bass, and guitar are absolutely final tier. Absolutely. There, there's no question about that. In the clip, the clip is a part of the uh, the main drum polyrhythm near the start of the song. And that polyrhythm, man. Yeah. It's, it's intense to try and play. So when, whenever I play it, it's like I do well for a second and then I just get so confused and I just watch my meter drop slowly. <laughs> it's very much sort of like, I'm doing well, I'm doing well. Oh, oh God, what's happening? I'm losing, I'm failing. <laughs> that was really fast. Yeah, that was really fast and really uh, crazy. Is that that's that song is just like a mental barrage. Yes, but you know, fans of prog metal, some of the uh, yeah, definitely pick it up. Definitely, definitely pick it up. Fans of a challenge, no matter what you play, you should pick this up, and you will be rather surprised. At least, at the very least, rather challenged. And that should conclude our first Rhythm Authors podcast. How do you think it went? Um, I think that went pretty well. It went better than our first attempt at the podcast. Uh, we don't talk least. about that. Yeah. We're, we're what, not talking about that. Just, what, this, no? this is our first attempt at the this, podcast. Yeah, this what is obviously the first attempt. I mean, come on. As we mentioned earlier, uh, peer review trading is going on on creators. So if you have an XNA account, go get up in there, get some peer review going. You don't have to just peer review uh, trade for your own stuff. You can do it for other people, I believe. So if you really like that Evile track. Go ahead, give it a play, and then somebody else can maybe help you out with something else you want to see get through. Exactly. So if you want to contact us, I'm mistaken on YouTube, Twitter, and Bandcamp. You might want to spell that for the crowd. If you don't know how to spell it... You should, you should know. <laughs> but it's spelled uh, M Y S T A K I N. Mistaken on t- YouTube, Twitter, and Bandcamp, all the same. All right, and uh, I'm the Sound Defense on Twitter, Sound Defense R B on uh, YouTube. Sadly, not Sound Defense on YouTube. Somebody else took that. And you can also catch some of my uh, writing at Cracked.com, Nintendo Gal, and Gamer TV Network. Peace. Right, see you. Thanks for listening.